0: You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to The Happy Gynecologist podcast, episode number 136. Meet yourself where you are. (laughs) All right, friends. I'm so glad to have you back. So glad to have you back. If you're new here, welcome. I am so glad you're here. And don't worry, we don't even know if you're an OBGYN or not. So uh feel free to share with all your other friends that aren't OBGYNs. <laughs> I had some people writing me uh recently that uh were not OBGYNs. And I just I wanna say, like, I don't ever want you guys to feel isolated. You are like an honorary member of, of the Happy Gynecologist clan here. Okay. <laughs> we we can we can be um we can be, you know, your your family too. So I, I want you all to know that it doesn't matter, and we've got teachers and vets and dentists and and all kinds of specialties out there. Um, and I'm just I'm every every week I'm so amazed at the I guess the reach that this podcast has gained. And uh, one of my friends texted me um, this week that one of her partners uh, from Colorado um, she she's uh, was in Colorado and, and that one of our partners was talking about the podcast and it just, it's such a small world whenever this, you know, these connections start popping up and it, it blows my mind. It truly, truly blows my mind, y'all. So thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Um, and know that I, I value each and every one of you, um, as, as a gynecologist, whether you're a gynecologist or not. So, um, I want you to know that. That I really appreciate you. I also want to give a shout out to, um, Regan, Regan Sag, that she, she left a, um, review on iTunes, which I want you to know, um, I, we're up to 89. I know a big, I made a big push like 30, well, probably 36 episodes ago to try and get a hundred reviews, but we're still not even there. <laughs> um, and so, I, the reason for that is, is it helps me avoid having to put stupid ads. I hate ads in podcasts, but, um, that's just me. And it, it helps me avoid having to put ads in podcasts to, um, get people here. So I, I want you to know that every review really does help. And it also is like helping your fellow human being, because when there are more reviews on a podcast, somehow that just works in some sort of iTunes algorithm or Spotify algorithm, um, to help other people find it. Uh, they recognize it as like more legit, I guess. So, um, I, I appreciate this. So, um, Reagan writes, love this podcast. As an OBGYN who has struggled with burnout more than once, this podcast has really helped me. Amanda gets you to look at your thought patterns with compassion and gives tangible ways to get off the stress hamster wheel. I just finished listening to the Fawn episode and I was blown away about how many things I did and did not do this week uh, that contribute to struggling with satisfaction, dissatisfaction. Thank you so much, Amanda Miles. You're the bee's knees. (laughs) I think we also need to make a movement to bring back that compliment, like, being the bee's knees. Oh my gosh. I I don't know if I've ever received such a high, high praise. That is the best compliment I've ever I've ever received, I think, that to be the bee's knees. So I um I am all about that. So thank you so much, Regan, for writing that review. And um just know that you too could go on iTunes and write a review and help other people find us so that they can feel better too. So all right, today I wanna to talk about um a, a concept that I think is really important um, because I see so often whenever I'm working with my group members or I'm talking with people that have reached out because they're they're doing this work on their own and they're listening to the podcast and they're changing their lives. And, I, and it's this kind of concept of how a lot of times whenever we are, you know, doing this work, we kind of become aware that you know we're having thoughts, and those thoughts lead to our feelings, right? And it's it, and we start to um, take actions to start to try and feel better that don't necessarily meet us where we are. And so, what I want to, I guess, how I want to frame this is, you know, whenever we're talking about mindfulness, and for those that are new. You know, I like to think about mindfulness as sort of this kind of creating this space between you and your thoughts and feelings, okay? It's this awareness that your brain is offering up a commentary and you're allowed to decide whether it's helpful or not. You're allowed to decide, you know, what you are gonna choose to believe, what you're gonna choose to think. um, If that current commentary isn't helping, that's what I think mindfulness is. But it's also realizing that you can have feelings and just notice them you can have feelings come up and you don't necessarily have to do anything to get rid of them or quote-unquote fix them or avoid them right you can let your feelings be there and um, you are perfectly capable of allowing them Um, and so because a lot of times whenever we start doing this work especially in the beginning you know, we're like, yeah, okay, my thoughts create my feelings. So whenever I feel bad, I just need to swap out for a new thought, right? And we can kind of get into that pattern of, of swapping out our thoughts just to feel better, <laughs> right? Like we need to fix this. This is a problem if I feel negatively. But some of you know already that swapping a nice, good, pretty thought for one that makes us feel unworthy or ashamed or unloved, Doesn't always work. It's kind of like putting a band-aid on things, right? And like a band-aid on like something serious. (laughs) Right. And this is such a common mistake that I think that whenever we we all make whenever we learn that our thoughts create our feelings. I definitely did this in the beginning. And it's kind of this like, ooh, like what can I think instead? So I don't have to feel this way anymore. Like we learn how to do this and we we start just like swapping out all the thoughts. So we never have to actually recognize our negative feelings or actually feel them or have them. We can just be happy all the time, right? That's kind of how we how we function right at the beginning of doing this work, right? And so what what this doesn't do, though, is it doesn't always recognize, how you authentically feel. And it doesn't always recognize that what you are going through is valid and what you are going through is legit and what you are going through is um, is hard sometimes, right? I, I tell people all the time, life is 50-50, right? Life is 50% negative and 50% positive, okay? And that's true for our feelings. And so I think that we, you know, are taught, though, that we should just be 100% happy, <laughs> right? And so I also think that a lot of people out there um, that haven't listened to the podcast much, or um, I've interacted with, I'm going to be honest, I've interacted with a lot of people who are really resistant um, to what we do here, to life coaching, <laughs> and they think that this is what I'm telling people, that they should just, you know, ignore how terrible things are and swap it for a new thought so they can be happy, right? And so if you're new here, that is not what we do here. (laughs) And so I I want you to know that that's not what life coaching is about. Um, And I think that that is a common misconception. Honestly, I think from people from the outside looking in think that it's just like this woo-woo like bullshit where I tell you that you need to be happy and that you can think happy thoughts and like it's like a toxic positivity thing, right? And you know, like I think that that there's this thought or this like maybe belief about coaching in general that I'm just going to tell you that the reason things suck for you is because of your shitty thoughts that you're thinking. So you just need to think of some some nice thoughts or some happy thoughts and rainbows and unicorns and all that, right? So, but what we hear, you know, we do here is way more than that. We we learn and we need to learn, and <laughs> this is the hard part for many OPGYNs, um, we need to learn to be with our feelings and to respect them, and to honor them, and even the negative ones, okay, not to judge our feelings. That is part of this process as well. And so I think, you know, a common scenario that I frequently am interacting with people online about, that, you know, people reach out to me, um, they send me an email, they send me a social media message, is, you know, this is, and I probably, I want you to know that if this is describing you, I want you to know, I probably get two or three of these messages a week. So I'm not like calling anybody out. Okay. This is such a common scenario. And so, for example, let's say that you find yourself really upset, um, really pissed off, really just like reeling um, and not, you know, not knowing what to do because you started a new job last year. And now, six months in, it's not what you thought it would be. In fact, maybe it's far from what you thought it would be, okay? To the point that you have now pulled out your contract and you are examining it with a fine-tooth comb. Like, is this really what I signed up for? Like, where did I sign that? I didn't agree to that. Um, I agreed to this other thing, right? And so (laughs) I, I, as an aside, okay, As an aside, I have had so many people reach out about a scenario that is similar to this or exactly like this, that I I beg you, if there is something that is promised to you or there is a picture that has been painted for you, make sure that those details are in the writing. Okay. A lot of contracts can read, like, oh, okay, yeah, that kind of includes that. That's probably possible. Like, no, if there is something that you are told <laughs> like you are gonna have your own block time, like you are going to have plenty of time on the robot, like you are gonna um, you know, these these kind of things that are seem like, well, yeah, they have to let me have that, right? these, these little things that we think should be included, um, sometimes are not. Okay. We just have a general, like you'll be, um, employed full time status. And that is X amount of patient facing hours. And you'll be a part of the call group. Like I want to encourage you that if there is something that you, um, have been promised to make sure it's in there. Okay. And also as an aside, gosh, I wasn't supposed to talk about contracts today, um, because it is not my area of expertise. I am not a lawyer. This is not legal advice. Okay. Um, also, <laughs> make sure that you are negotiating and focusing very very strongly on the exit strategy so that it is a a, you know, not difficult Thing for you to leave. Okay. So I don't want to say that it's an easy thing, but like where you are not going to have to pay back a bunch of money, where you are not going to have a big, you know, uh, non compete, um, all these things. Okay. Cause it doesn't seem like very important whenever we're trying to find the job. Like, no, no, I'm going to be happy. It's going to be this great new change for me. And we focus on the compensation package and all the things that we're going to get but you need to also focus very strongly on the exit strategy anytime you're looking over your contract. Okay. That is just as important, if not more important. Okay. End contract rant. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Apparently I need to do an episode on contracts maybe. Um, so anyway, you are so upset. You're pissed off because things are not going well and you pull out your contract and you're overwhelmed and you don't even know what to do because this is not what you signed up for. Damn it. And If you were practicing mindfulness and you've started this work, in that moment, you might realize like, ugh, this feels awful. I have negative feelings right now and I'm overwhelmed and I'm pissed, right? So you might notice like, okay, yeah, I've got negative feelings here. And you may have the thought like, gosh, I've got to stop thinking like this because this feels awful, right so you may start to like ponder other ways to think about it because you're a good happy gynecologist out there and you are you know you are going to get to decide how you think about this and and you know you are doing the things to not be burnt out and that's part of why you took this job and you know you know you're gonna you're you're gonna have some of these thoughts maybe right like You get to decide what you're going to think because when you're on call this much, you're keeping your skills up. Like maybe you you start to like reframe it like, okay, well, if I'm on call, you know, one in three instead of one in six, like I was promised, I'm going to keep my skills up. I'm going to make a lot of money. I'm going to do a lot of deliveries. I'm going to help a bunch of people. So you may like have new thoughts of like, yeah, but this is this could be a good thing. Right. And those are good things. Okay. And so, so then you're like, well, I feel satisfied. I'm supposed to feel satisfied, um, in this job because of all these good things. So one in three call is not what I was promised, but here I am. I'm going to be satisfied with this job because look at all these good things I was supposed to be thinking. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe you can even talk yourself into that thought and that feeling and that kind of mindset, right? And maybe it feels true. So you can kind of think it and And maybe you can feel a little satisfied for a moment, but the problem is, is that if that is not authentic to you and where you are at right now, you are essentially gaslighting yourself, okay? You guys know about gaslighting, right? Like if you gaslight someone, you're like turning things around on them and making them think that they are the crazy one, right? So whenever you are like, no, I shouldn't feel like this. I, um, that's silly. Like, why would I, why would I feel negatively about this? Look, I'm making a lot of money. I'm keeping up my skills. I'm delivering a lot of babies. I'm look at all these good things. Why am I upset? That is gaslighting yourself. Okay. You are like, like making yourself feel crazy for feeling a certain way. And you know, that's where just like swapping out for a better thought can get you because we can really try to tell ourselves like stop it there's nothing to be upset there's no reason to be upset here you did sign up for this look at this contract (laughs) it says nothing different than what you're doing you're just being crazy right whenever we we you know convince ourselves of that or try to tell ourselves that we really invalidate or even judge harshly our own feelings even though Deep down, we feel really pissed off and overwhelmed about what to do next, right? And so, whenever we tell ourselves, "like, like, no," there's no reason to feel that way. It can, it can be like a a big internal struggle, okay? And when we do that, when we don't meet ourselves where we are, it can create this situation where we are then using this thought work and this mindfulness and this coaching, we're using it against ourselves, right? We're, we're using, you know, these tools as a way to avoid our negative feelings all the time by just swapping out thoughts, right? And then whenever we still have negative feelings or then we notice our negative feelings, we quietly beat ourselves up for even having them, right? And in our society, we are taught so many things about how we should feel or how we should not feel. Mostly, we are taught in America that we should all be happy, and if you aren't happy, then something's wrong, probably with you, right? And, um, you know, on some level, something is is not right. And so, of course, whenever we are taught that, from the time that we were very young to now, that's a lot of years, or at least, I don't want to say a lot of years, Jeesh that makes me feel old, but uh, (laughs) it's a lot of repetitive signals that we are sent by society that we should just be happy, right? And so if you decide that you have nothing to be upset about, and that it's silly for even feeling upset, and that you actually did sign up for this with a silent, because I'm a dumbass, tacked on, then on some level there's going to be some kind of mixed feelings inside right like you're going to have some like self-judgment some self-shame probably kind of quietly probably kind of kind of sneakily and you're going to feel negative inside still right you're still going to have those feelings um, from those thoughts but now they're just going to be inside and you're going to be like judging them even more like no i'm not supposed to feel this way right and so that those feelings are there and they're sneaking in and they're not acknowledged right because if you pick a new thought, like I did sign up for this, I'm making lots of money and keeping my skills up, so I'm going to feel satisfied. Well, guess what? That Pollyanna bullshit is just going to lead to hating yourself and blaming yourself for like not having your shit together or blaming yourself for being miserable because all those miserable feelings are still on the inside, right? So then there's something wrong with you. That's kind of where our brain goes next, right? So when something like this is going on for you, I want you to to just be real with yourself at first okay don't try to jump to the way that you think you should be thinking and feeling about it right don't jump there right from the beginning no like we need to pause and notice like how you are currently feeling and meet yourself there like where you are at (laughs) and what I mean by that is like spend some time there if you need to okay So as you pull out that contract to review it, because you're overwhelmed and pissed off, you don't know what to do next, or whatever your current issue is, okay, insert current issue here, you know, I want you to just pause, (laughs) and then I want you to get your, like, handy dandy sticky notes out, because you know I love sticky notes here, y'all, and keep it super easy, and you're going to write down on a sticky note, you're going to ask yourself, okay, what is the main feeling I have about this situation? Okay. And write that kind of at the bottom, like in the bottom half of your sticky note. And then ask yourself, okay, if that's how I'm feeling, what is the main thought that I'm having that is leading to me feeling this way? And just keep it simple because as soon as you ask yourself that, there's going to be a lot of thoughts that your brain offers up. Like, Like, so if I am pissed, and I write down pissed at the bottom of my sticky note, and I ask myself, like, I may have to ask myself, what is the main thought a couple times? Because my brain may offer, well, because I'm working one in three, and it was supposed to be one in six, and then they were supposed to get me my own colposcope, and they told me that my schedule would look different than it actually does, and, you know, your brain will go on and on and on, and if it does, okay, then just pause and say, okay, why are all of those things problems? And then it's going to respond with the real answer, right? So like, well, because this isn't what I signed up for. Okay. And so let your brain do its thing and then ask, okay, why is that a problem? Why are all those things problems? Okay. This isn't what I signed up for. That's why I'm pissed. So write down that. Keep it simple. A little one sentence, one phrase thought. Okay. And that's your answer. So your brain offers a whole slew of things. Ask it why all those collective things pose a problem. You'll have your answer. Okay, so on your sticky note, you now will have one kind of simplified thought that's your main thought, okay, that that is the main problem here, which leads you to feel the feeling that you put at the bottom. Okay, so peel off that sticky note and put it on your desk in front of you. And, you know, I want you to to just like, stop right there and just look at this sticky note and spend a few minutes just honoring like where you are, okay, even saying like, this is where I am at. I feel pissed off and that's okay. This thought is leading me to feel pissed off and that is totally valid, okay? And I want you to sit with that feeling, allow it to be there in your body as you take some slow, slow, deep breaths, okay? And you just kind of monitoring whenever you take some big, deep breaths, what is happening in your body. Whenever I say in your body, I mean like below your neck, (laughs) okay, (laughs) below your brain maybe, okay? What is happening to that feeling of feeling pissed off what's happening as you breathe in and out and as you're watching that and just noticing it being you know just the watcher like you can allow that feeling to pass through you you can relax and release this feeling by allowing it to just be there just watching it just noticing it and that is how you process that emotion some okay so then after you've sat with this feeling just noticing it just watching it acknowledging that this is where I'm at. I'm pissed off and that's okay. This is where I'm at right now, okay? I'm feeling pissed off because this thought I'm having, okay? And just kind of acknowledging that, not judging, just being calm and accepting of your feeling, okay? And then I want you to take out a second sticky note, okay? On the second sticky note, you are gonna write down how your truest self wants to feel about your current situation. Okay, so you're not going to get all riled up in the drama again, the mind drama of like, yeah, but they promised me the culbascos and they did this and they did that. You're gonna just, you're gonna take the overview of things aren't going how I thought they were. Um, things were promised to me that you know aren't happening. Okay, you're going to simplify that in your brain a little bit and you are going to ask yourself, okay, what would my highest best self, like, like the version of me that um, is well rested (laughs) and having a good day, what would that version of me want to feel about this situation? Okay, and the reason I'm, I'm asking you this in this way is because I want you to start to connect with what feels authentic to you. And this may be difficult at first because you may not know, okay? You may not, you may have so many of the messages we've learned and the social norms that we've all learned about feelings, they may be there in your brain and you may not know what feels authentic to you, okay? So I like to close my eyes and picture how I would feel If I was really rested it was a really good day maybe it was a weekend day where I'm not working okay like uh, like me at my best self okay if I don't know how I want to feel or if nothing is coming to me or I feel confused like I don't even know I don't know what I want to feel then I'll just ask myself very simply okay would I want to feel mad bad sad or glad okay those are the options I offer myself mad bad sad or glad and on the end of that, I'll sometimes say, or just the middle, in the middle, okay? And so whenever I offer that to myself, don't want to feel mad, bad, sad, or glad, okay? That helps me like, like, uh, not have as many options, and it helps me make a decision on how to feel from a place of authenticity to myself, rather than from a place of judging my feelings or from a place of downplaying my own feelings. It just simplifies things for me and for my brain. And usually whenever I'm asking this question, I end up not picking any of these and kind of settle on wanting to feel in the middle somewhere. <laughs> like, accept, I wanna feel accepting or peaceful or calm about this, okay? Um, but you can pick one of these, that's totally okay. Or you can pick something totally different than these. Um, and so, so, you know, it doesn't matter what you pick. But when you focus first on how you want to feel about something it opens up space for you to be that that authentic version of you that's not clouded by by judgment okay um, like judgment and criticism and blame and shame right that part of this exercise though is that no matter what you choose there is no judgment you don't you don't judge the feeling that you choose it's allowed It is you know, it is encouraged. Okay. And it's not silly. It's not embarrassing. It's not wrong. There is no wrong answer here. You get to feel how you feel. There's nothing wrong with feeling a certain way. Even if your brain really wants to be like, well, that's silly. Why would you, why would you want to feel that way? Right. And, and the reason for that is, is that we are so used to like, like, I don't know, minimalizing minimizing, <laughs> minimizing, I guess, our feelings or, or invalidating our feelings that sometimes we don't know what we really want to feel. Okay. So after you have your first sticky note, you stick it there and it's got your thought and your feeling. And then you ask yourself, okay, well, how do I, how do I really want to feel about this situation? Like what would my highest self, my the best version of me, the one that's not like, You know post call and exhausted and hungry and dehydrated you know what is not that version of me because she's gonna be she's gonna be a different version of me and her feelings are just as valid they are okay but I want to know what would my highest self uh, want to feel about this and you may decide like no I want to be mad okay and then okay let's be mad that's cool So write down mad at the bottom of that sticky note, that second sticky note. Then I want you to consider, like there are a lot of types of mad out there. I don't know if you guys know that, like uh, have you you guys ever seen one of those feelings wheels? You can Google it. There's a a million different types all over the internet, but sometimes I've got one of these feelings wheels and I'll pull it out and I'll think about, you know, I'll offer myself the mad, bad, uh, sad or glad and then i'll kind of refine it from there because it basically branches out into all these other feelings that are in the mad family okay so if i want to be mad then i i will usually look at some sort of feeling list or feeling wheel to decide what type of mad okay because i know that some of these types of mad are going to help me move forward and some are not okay And like, if I feel resentful about something, if I feel resentful about this contract that I'm not getting the things that I was promised, and now here I am working this contract that I signed that actually doesn't mention any of that shit, and now I'm pissed, uh, (laughs) then, you know, um, I'm going to feel resentful, maybe. And so I'm going to take actions in a very different way, right? If I'm resentful, I'm probably going to be more shut down. I'm going to be more bitter feeling. It's, It's a... For me, it's kind of a nastier feeling like it feels like irreparable. <laughs> um versus like if I felt indignant about this, right? If I felt like, you know, indignant, I can be empowered and take care of myself or make a positive change from the feeling of indignant, I think. Okay? And that's for me. That may be different for you out there, okay? Um but I know, like, whenever I feel resentful, I don't usually take actions that move me forward. I take actions that, like, are, like, quiet quitting, probably, in this situation. Um, this is not my situation currently, but that's probably what I would end up doing. I would be mad at the man, you know, and I would, you know, do some quiet quitting. I would, um, I would want to get, like, revenge. Like, I'd be just mad, like, in that way, um, and I know that sounds, you know, it sounds harsh but like that's you know whenever we're angry and we start acknowledging our feelings that's really what i do from resentment i think you know maybe give the cold shoulder or or you know be uh snarky even um and so that doesn't move me forward i know that resentment is not you know one of those emotions that helps me move forward it keeps me stuck but indignant you know indignant maybe is something that you know they both come from i've been wronged or i've been treated unfairly and you know indignant may may have different actions for me that are maybe a little bit more empowered to help myself or to move forward okay and i can choose when i'm ready what type of mad i want to be if i want to keep being mad and that's totally okay okay my feelings are valid so you know often we don't have that level of like self-compassion we just think it's wrong to have feelings and we judge ourselves harshly or we shy away from those negative feelings so as you move forward with your mindfulness and noticing what thoughts and what feelings you have i want you to focus on meeting yourself where you are allow yourself to have those feelings that you have Um, they mean nothing about what kind of person you are they don't have any effect on your worthiness or what a great human being you are and Once you decide how you want to feel about your situation, then you can brainstorm some potential thoughts that might help you feel that way, right? And remember, whenever we're trying to pick out a thought that we want to think instead, it needs to be true and believable to you. So you can't just make this huge toxic positive, you know, like leap that isn't believable to you where everything is amazing, right? And so if I decide that I want to feel indignant about my job instead of pissed off, then okay, maybe I have thoughts like, well, there is, you know, a discrepancy between my expectations of this job and what is actually happening, which seems unfair to me. Okay. And that's going to lead me to feel indignant. And I'm going to probably like write some emails. I'm going to clarify. I'm going to, you know, talk to, um, administration from an empowered and powerful place uh, versus (laughs) what we talked about I might do if I'm resentful right and you know maybe I sit with that sticky note for a few days and I notice how it feels to be feeling indignant and how this thought is leading me to feel that way and then maybe after a few days I pull out a third sticky note because okay I don't want to feel indignant anymore I want better for me um, despite the circumstance, I want to, I want to rock it out. I want to, um, you know, I want to rock it and be awesome and have a great life. Okay. I want to make this, you know, my job and I'm going to make it for me, you know, so maybe I decide I want to be more loving to myself. Okay. Maybe I, I decide I want to um, feel acceptance for this is how things are. Maybe I want to decide I want to feel empowered or unstoppable okay i you know and these are these are still maybe big leaps you may still need to do something in the mad category okay and that's okay because you want to meet yourself where you're at okay how do i currently feel well i think i'm moving past indignant i want to move forward even more i'm feeling more powerful more confident i want to feel unstoppable okay to do that then what thought do i need right and so, you know, start slow. I don't want you to just jump into, I'm, I'm empowered and unstoppable, okay? Um, so maybe it's just getting to acceptance. So then you thought you write acceptance at the bottom um, and you think thoughts that will get you there. I'm learning to accept that this is the reality of this job. Even though I expected different, I'm learning to accept that. Or, you know, maybe an accepting thought might be, like most jobs, this job differs from what I originally thought it would be right? Just, and and those thoughts, can you see that that acceptance still has some self-compassion and it has some, it, it makes your feeling of not being happy valid. And you can accept something and not like it. <laughs> okay. You accept it, but not like it. Like you're not condoning. You don't have to, you know, think that this is what is right. Okay. And You know that's kind of my process all right and sometimes going from sticky note to sticky note like i'll have i'm telling you you guys you should see my desk sometimes uh, if i've got a lot of stress going on or something there'll be sticky notes all over the place where i'm like okay how am i feeling about this right now okay and i write that down what thought is leading me to get there okay write that down how do i want to feel what what seems true to me and i'll write that down and then have a thought you know and so so this is a process and it evolves and it can evolve very quickly or it may take time it's a process so maybe it's i've had some some sticky notes that i stick with for months um like this is where i'm at this is how i feel and this is you know the thought i have that's letting me that's you know letting me feel this way but i'm not ready to move on yet i want to keep feeling this way about this situation okay um, whether that's negative or not, right? I and mean, a good example of that is, you know, if you are grieving someone or something, you know, I don't want to feel glad or, or you know, I don't, I don't even want to feel, I want to feel sad. I don't want to feel mad or bad. I want to feel sad, right? So you're going to sit with that sad for a while and that's okay. And so the point is meeting yourself where you are right now, with any situation that you're facing is way more supportive and loving and kind to yourself than trying to talk yourself out of feeling a certain way or just swapping out the thoughts. So you can, you know, gaslight yourself that there's nothing to be upset about here. You signed up for this, right? We never want to use this work to beat ourselves up. Um, you know, and so we, we never want to have, you know, the, the mindset like, yeah, I feel like shit because of the thoughts I'm thinking, if I could just have a better brain or better thoughts, if I was better at this, I wouldn't feel this way. (laughs) We don't ever want to do that. Right. We want to have self-compassion and respect for our authentic self's feelings. Even if society has told us that those feelings are silly or bad, even if society tells us that if we feel that way, that we should be labeled something that means we're bad, like emotional or hysterical, or even stereotypes associated with our skin color, like, you know, being labeled an angry black woman for our black sisters out there, right? Those stereotypes and those messages exist on so many levels in our society. And, and they tell us how we should experience feelings and how we should express feelings But guess what you deserve to have your feelings and all those labels are bullshit you deserve to have your feelings your feelings do not label you so meet yourself where you are in those feelings acknowledging your feelings is valid but before you start to change them we have to start you know we have to start breaking the habit of just stuffing them down and holding them in which swapping out the thought can can continue that you know so So meet yourself where you are, acknowledge that your feelings are valid, and that you are allowed to feel that way. You deserve to feel that way. No judgment, no criticism, no shaming yourself, okay? You can just watch and be curious about how you acknowledge your feelings if you want, okay? Just kind of examine it like an experiment, right? Because feeling a certain way cannot decrease your worthiness. You are still 100% worthy and amazing and lovable and acceptable, Okay, so go get your sticky notes out. (laughs) If you don't have a a large pile of sticky notes like I do, then go buy you some (laughs) and try it out. Okay, meet yourself where you are. Let me know how this goes. I'd love to hear from you. Um, You can always send me an email at Amanda at Coach-Miles.com or find me on social media. All right. Bye, friends. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can always get more free help from me by going to my website, www.coach-miles.com and clicking on free resources. If this work has helped you and you're interested in learning more about getting out of burnout and up-leveling your life as an ob definitely check out my six-month coaching program, The Happy Gynecologist Group. You can always get more information on my website, coach-miles.com.